You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join in the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Good morning, listeners. Thank you for staying with us and joining us this morning. My name is Amanda Ellerkamp. I'm here with Mike Kitarowski, and we are coming to you live from Dickinson, North Dakota. We're in the Fisher Commons of Trinity High School on this, I don't know, kind of a a dreary (laughs) spring morning. Who knows what the weather will bring? We were talking earlier about our crazy weather we've had in the area, but uh, we're happy to have you join us from wherever you are and whatever your weather is. And uh, we are joined in this next uh, segment here by two ladies, Paxton Steckler and Samantha Nelson. And they're going to be sharing with us about Max's mission. So Paxton and Samantha, thank you both for being with us today. Uh, If you could maybe start by telling us a little bit about yourselves. I know you ladies are related. Um, And um, just starting with that, maybe your background, and then we can get into Max's mission. Sounds good. Good morning. Thank you so much for having us on here. We feel so honored. Um, My name is Samantha Nelson. Um, I'm married, and I'm coming on eight years of marriage here. We have three children and expecting one in November. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. We've recently moved to Phoenix, Arizona, as my husband is in law school. Mm. Beautiful. So you're you're maybe getting some more sun than we are today, then. (laughs) Yeah, we're already in the 90s most days. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so <laughs> Samantha Paxson, what about you? I um, live in Lincoln, North Dakota with my husband and our two little boys at home, Felix and Milo. And I am a realtor here in Bismarck, too, and so I'm a stay-at-home mom as well, so I'm pretty busy. Awesome. Very, very beautiful. And I know you two are sister-in-laws. and um, We are. Yeah which is great, and um, that you joined together for Max's mission. So could you maybe just start by telling our listeners a little bit about what is Max's mission? Yeah, Sam, I'll let you start. Sounds good. Yes, um, Max's mission is all about helping those that have experienced uh, infant loss, uh, have lost their child in some way. Um, And so we create boxes with items in them in hopes to help uh, families get through their loss is kind of our goal um, because we, and our goal also is that once you lose your child, whether it's at 68 weeks, 36 weeks, post, you know, after your child, you already gave birth, anywhere in there, your child, that is a child. And so we want people to be able to talk about that. We don't want you to shove it under the rug and forget about it because you'll never forget about your child. And so we're here to help families, women, men, even if you have siblings, the siblings that lose, you know, their brother or sister, uh, we really want you to talk about it. And that's why we're here. We're here to help that and help you through that grieving process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a beautiful, beautiful mission and ministry. Um, Samantha, could you tell us when was Max's mission founded? Um, oh my gosh, what year was that? It feels like so long ago. Uh, about <laughs> three years ago. Okay. It just feels like we've just been doing so much. and so. Uh, but it's about three years ago, I would say. Um, and it came upon me, the Lord, we first moved. We had our second son, and we first moved to Manion, North Dakota. And the Lord knocked at my door and was like, you should do something for those that have lost a child. And I was really confused because I'd never... Um, 
I personally hadn't lost a child. I knew people that had. And then Paxton and Zach got the news that they were pregnant, and we were all excited. And shortly after they were pregnant, found that they were pregnant, they found out that there were complications with Maximilian Peel. Um, and uh, with their strong faith and our strong family, she carried them all the way to 36 weeks. And in that time of them experiencing what they experienced and us being there for them um, to help carry them along the way, the Lord again knocked on my door and was like, hey, remember that thing that I told you about? We need to help those that have lost a child. This is why. I'm like, okay, I got it. I got it. Um, so I reached out to the diocese, and they were like, we have nothing, and we would love to do this. So here we are. Yes, beautiful. That's a, a beautiful when when we listen to that call that God places on our heart and um, how he led you to that clarity. So, um, Pax, I wonder if you could... Tell us um, a little bit about your Maximilian um, and the impact that he had uh, in his short life, not only on you uh, and your family, but on others as well. Yeah, absolutely. So we found out very early in our pregnancy, about 10, 12 weeks along, um, that he his diagnosis was terminal. And he didn't just have... Um, he didn't just have one thing that he was going through. He had quite a few different things that were contributing to that. And so... Um, we were given the option, I guess, if you want to call it that, to terminate him a couple of times. And we made it very clear, very, very, very clear that that was not an option for us and that we didn't want that to be presented to us again. And our doctors were all very respectful of that. Um, but they just were, they would told us that we should be surprised if he makes it to the second trimester and even the third and very, very shocked if he would make it to birth, which he did. And so throughout that, we were all obviously praying for a miracle, and our miracle came in the form of him being able to be born and uh, my eldest brother, who's a priest, to be allowed in the operating room to baptize him before he died. And so um, I think it just showed us a lot that miracles don't always come in the form that you hope them to, um, but that doesn't mean they're not there. And so I think just being able to be witnesses to how valuable life is no matter what the diagnosis is um and even if that's terminal just to show those babies and those children um humanity and that they are worthy and they're valuable of just love and protection and um i think that was kind of that was always kind of something we grew up knowing but i think it made an impact on a lot of people that we didn't expect it to who reached out to us just telling us that um this is not something they've seen before and that they were really moved by the whole situation. And so um, it was just a really as heartbreaking as it was. It was, there was also some beautiful, beautiful gifts that were brought to us after the fact too, through that all. Yes. Pax, Paxton, this is Mike. And uh, I, I just want to compliment you and your family for having the courage to tell this story. Uh, this story has impacted uh, many, many lives, touched many hearts and souls. And so thank you and your family for uh, uh, taking this situation and uh, giving it to, to the Lord and uh, listening to the Lord as to what uh, He wanted you to do. And uh, what a powerful story. And uh, I'm, uh, for the listeners, I'm, did Max... Million, uh, did he? Uh, he was he was born, and then did he uh, pass? Then shortly thereafter. 
He did. So we made it to 36 weeks before my water actually broke and anything happened. And we were um, we were rushed in for an emergency C-section and our family had time to get there. And so he was born and he lived about a minute and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was just long enough for him mm-hmm. to be baptized and confirmed um, mm-hmm. before he passed away. So mm-hmm. Praise be to God. And, and your, your brother, you mentioned your brother, Father Jaden. Uh, Nelson, now the president of the uh, Bishop Ryan Catholic Schools in Minot, North Dakota, uh, was there to uh, uh, to anoint uh, Maximilian and to baptize him. Uh, what a great yeah 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 how, how very nice. But uh, gee, what a nice uh, what a what a great uh, testimony of your faith, uh, Paxton, and your family's faith. Um, so, uh, folks, uh, if you're just joining us, we're visiting with Paxton Steckler uh, from Lincoln, North Dakota, and Samantha Nelson. They are sister-in-laws. Uh, Samantha joins us in sunny uh, Arizona, and uh, we're talking about Max, Max's mission. You can learn more about this at the diocese, Bismarck Diocese website at bismarckdiocese.com slash mission. So if if there is uh, uh, a uh, if there is a listener out there that that uh, has got uh, you have their attention, uh, Paxton and Samantha, um, what uh, what emotions are they experiencing right now, and how can you encourage them to take the next step? Go ahead, Sam. Um, a person that experienced a loss. Oh my gosh. You are literally, I think you can experience emotions. You can experience so many emotions at one time, which is so normal. Um, You can be happy. You can be sad. You can, like, if if you're going through it, like, you just lost and you see somebody else that is pregnant, you can be very jealous or envious of that person, um, which is very normal. So these feelings that you have are very normal. So don't. Don't push them under the rug. Don't think that you're the bad person. Um, talk about it, right? Like, whoever you feel comfortable with, if it's, like, your mother, your father, your grandparents, your closest friend, um, it's very important to talk about it when you're ready to talk about it. But having all of the emotions, being mad and sad and angry and frustrated all at the same time is a lot of emotions, but it's so, it's so normal. Um, and I want everyone to know that it's so normal and it's okay to feel that way. Um, and so if you need help, like, like you said, reach out to the diocese. You can contact us personally. Anybody in the Nelson family would be happy to help you. Um, just, just reach out to someone. Find someone that you trust and that will help you. Yeah, I think that's a great uh, a great message, as you said. And when you were talking earlier about uh, your inspiration of starting this, of of realizing that it's important to have support, you know, during that time of loss, and that we want people to realize that at no matter what stage that they lost uh, a child, that that's that's a loss, and and sometimes it's hard to talk about that, or people don't know how to address that, and to um, normalize in a way that that there's uh, there's a lot of emotions there and and having that support is a really uh important 
component to uh, to dealing with that. And so perhaps um, after the break, we can talk more about um, that area of support and what Max's mission provides in that arena uh, and what your lady's experience of that was both before and after in developing that mission. So uh, we are, we're coming up on a, a break here, but listeners, I hope that you can stay with us. Again, we're visiting with... Paxton Steckler and Samantha Nelson about Max's mission. And you can find more about that at BismarckDiocese.com slash Max's mission. And we'll continue our conversation with Paxton and Samantha right after this break. Don't go away. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet our customers' production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. If you are experiencing depression, anxiety, or suffering, especially from grieving, how can you find healing? I'm Father Chris Alar. While you should first seek professional help when needed, there is a roadmap that can help you to live your life again, and it is called the Spiritual Principles of Divine Mercy. First, come to admit that you are powerless over the loss of your loved one. Second, come to trust that Jesus can restore your life to manageability. And third, make the decision to entrust your will, your life, and your loved one to the loving care and protection of God. Join us and learn more about how to apply these healing principles in your life. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street, in the new Diocesan Building, or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Real Presence Live. My name is Mike Kidrowski. I'm here with Amanda Ellerkamp, and we're broadcasting from uh, Trinity High School in Dickinson, North Dakota. That's in the Diocese of Bismarck. We're glad that you uh, are spending some time with us. We're so very happy that you're with us. Uh, and we're visiting uh, this segment with uh, Paxton Steckler and Samantha Nelson about uh, Max's mission a program with the Diocese of Bismarck. Uh, so, uh, Amanda, you were uh, visiting with uh, both Paxton and Samantha during the break, and mm-hmm. uh, you, you come up with a, a, a great uh, talking point. 
Yeah, I was uh, I'm just intrigued. It's a beautiful ministry um, and uh, a beautiful way to provide support for those who have lost. So, um, Samantha, I'm wondering if you could share with our listeners what is provided to families through Max's mission when, when you're contacted about somebody who's lost. Uh, what does your ministry provide for that family? Absolutely. So all, and the exhibition provides what we call boxes. Boxes, and they have contents with them. Um, and these boxes can be found in every parish within the Bismarck Diocese. So you can go to your parish and get one. You can also go to the diocese office and you can get them, okay? Um, they're also available if you do deliver or go to St. Alexis um, and you deliver your child there or something. They do have boxes up there as well. Um, so there are quite a few ways for you to get these boxes, um, and don't be afraid to, and it's usually the friend or the mother or the grandmother or something of the family that is losing that will usually seek these boxes. Mm-hmm. So these boxes have um, a candle in them. They have um, an image of Mary with Jesus in the womb. They have tissues, a journal, a stuffed animal. They have two blankets. So we have two different sizes depending on maybe the size of your baby that you lose. So there's a small blanket and there's a large blanket. So the small blanket is intended for you to be able to wrap your child in that and be able to bury your child in the small one and then for you to keep the large one as a memory. Um, And then it also has a folder, which um, has, like, funeral arrangements because once you lose your child, like, Paxton can tell you, they were like, I literally just gave birth to my child, which is a time that you're like, I should be like bringing this baby home, right? And now I have to go bury this baby, but I have no idea what to do. Um, So this gives you places to call and what to do for funeral arrangements. Um, It also gives you like the story about Max's mission and how to support us because each box that we give out costs us about $40 a box. And then there's um, a remembrance of your baby, and we also encourage you to name your baby. Um, And then also to respond to questions. So if somebody ask you a question like you were saying amanda you're in the you're in the grocery store and somebody comes up to you and they're like oh my goodness i thought you were having a baby and you're like uh well yeah actually i was but i lost my baby you know and to not be afraid to tell someone like if somebody comes up to you because they have no idea right and they just Mm -hmm. come up to you and like i thought you were and they're like thank you i was actually but we lost our baby so if you could just pray for me that would be great You know, and you can end your conversation there, but just to have the courage, and I know it's very hard, but to have the courage to respond to those people. Um, And then there's also scripture passages, um, suggestions on what to add to the box, because most of the time somebody else is getting the box for the family. So you can customize it for them if you like. And then um, what to say and what not not to say. And then about how um, your baby is really not an angel, um, and for you to understand that. Um, so all those contents are within a folder, and you get all of that in a box. Um, and that's kind of our mission is just to be let you be aware of what what you need and what may help you. Some people get these boxes, and they don't open them for a while because they just can't, um, and other people open them right away. Um, so that's our goal is just to help those that have lost a child and get through that grieving time and then just to remember that you're always going to grieve. Um, the loss of your child, like forever, it just may not be as strong for a lot, you know, farther down the road. Mm, yeah, very 
beautiful and I love the, uh, you know, the intention, the meaning behind each of the things that are in the boxes uh, on there and just looking at um, the diocesan website again for our listeners who might be hearing this and thinking, uh, I want more information. Again, bismarckdiocese.com slash Max's Mission. So M-A-X-S Mission. Under there, it shows you what the boxes look like, what's contained in them. There's even some documents, which would be really helpful. Like you said, um, those who have lost, it's a real time of grief. And, and then we want to, you know, try and plan a funeral. What does that look like? There's uh, documents that are accessible right there on the on the website as well. Um Paxton, can you tell us a little bit about um, what this means for you? You know, this is a ministry that's, uh, you know, in honor of your son that your family lost and, and named after them. How has this ministry uh, impacted your family uh, moving forward as you honor Max's memory? I was just, um, when Sam approached me with this, I was just incredibly honored um, that she chose to do this and name it after her son. And so um, I think it's, there, it's going to be so helpful, and it already has been. We've been, we've we had people reach out to us before, um, mm-hmm. saying that this helps them through their time of grief. And so I know that our family is extremely, <clears throat> excuse me, our family is extremely close knit um, and very supportive. And so I know that not everybody has that family dynamic. And so I think this is going to be, and has been already, such a gift to people because the last thing we wanted to do while we were in the hospital. Um, recovering from surgery and saying goodbye to our child and all that that stuff was think about a funeral and a burial place and who we need to call and all of those things. Mm -hmm. And we had so much help doing that. And I know that there are people that don't have that support and they don't have that help and they need to navigate that on their own. And so I just hope so much that these boxes can be a comfort to those. And that's a, such a good form of information to give them a place to start and give them resources to call when so they don't have to sit on google forever kind of thing and so mm-hmm. um i just hope it brings a comfort to families and takes away some of the stress that comes after the fact when you walk out of the hospital and you just think to yourself like now what kind of thing and so um yeah it's been such a gift to us yeah that's that's really beautiful as you said that support piece is so key uh and for those that maybe don't have that family or friend support this can allow them that um, to reach out in those resources. But also I love how there's information here too of like for the family and support persons, what to say and, and what to do, you know, what, what not to say and what not to do. Because I think oftentimes um, people just really don't know, you know, how to address that situation, particularly if they haven't experienced uh, a loss themselves. So, um, Paxton, I'm curious about, you know, you had a lot of family support, but for other people, perhaps, what is something that you would suggest of what can people do and say that that's helpful for someone who might be experiencing a loss? I think probably the most helpful thing is just to reach out to them and let them know that you're there. Um, we don't always want visitors after. And so I think not wanting to necessarily stop by. Um, but one of the most beneficial things that we received was that people would come and they would just drop off meals at our doorstep without any intention of wanting to sit down with us because, um, we were so drained, but the hardest thing to do was like get up and do the mundane daily tasks. 
um, of cooking and cleaning and whatever that was. And so when people just thought about us to drop by or drop off our meals, a gift card or something, um, just to take some of those like mindless tasks off of our plate, that was extremely helpful. Um, and so I think that that's such an easy gift that people can do that they don't always think about is just um, buy them a meal, <laughs> but uh-huh. don't always necessarily want to stay for that either. Um, and so that was extremely helpful. But yeah, just reach out to them, let them know, even down the line. I know a lot of people reach out initially after something happens or after the loss of a child, but um, on the anniversary of their death or their birthday or something or Christmas time or Mother's Day, especially Mother's Day, Father's Day, just to reach out to them and wish them a happy Mother's Day or happy Father's Day because that goes that goes so far and that means so much to those people. Yeah, that's that's very true. And I think it's sometimes people are worried about saying the wrong thing or if I bring it up, is this going to make them sad? Or um, And to just remember, it's um, it's no different than having lost a, a loved one, you know, who who was 50 or 60 or 80 years old. You know, oftentimes I think we, we feel like this is a, a different type of loss. And in a way it is, but we want to acknowledge that loss and in it, there's really a beauty in, in saying that child's name and say, you know, I'm I'm praying for your baby. I'm praying for you, um, and and to offer that support to not be afraid of that um, and to just verbalize that is is a really good thing yeah. as well. Absolutely, bringing that up, they'll probably definitely become emotional about it. But it's in such a way of gratitude that you acknowledge their child's life and their existence mm-hmm. and said their name, and it's so appreciated, even though it's hard and it's. You don't know how to go about it. I think it's definitely necessary, even though it's going to be probably emotional because it doesn't happen all the time, but it is so, it is so appreciated. Yes. Yes. And just to say, like you said, I'm praying for you or, or what can we, what can we do for you? When can we drop off some food? Those sort of things. So, uh, as we come to the end of our segment here, uh, Samantha, is there anything else about, uh, this mission that you'd want our listeners to know? that we haven't covered? Um, I don't think so. Just to know that we're here for you um, and don't feel, don't be afraid to reach out to us, whether it's us personally or the diocese themselves, your priest, um, really anybody, because that's why we're here. We're here to help you and we're here to get you through the hard times for Mm -hmm. sure. Yes, thank you, uh, Paxson and Samantha. Again, listeners, BismarckDiocese.com forward slash Max's mission, or these boxes are available at parishes in the Bismarck Diocese, at the diocesan office, as well as through St. Alexis Hospital in Bismarck. Oh, great job, uh, Samantha and Paxton. A stellar, stellar. Thank you very much for, sh- for sharing this morning. Uh, we uh, have to go to a, a hard break here, but up next... Uh, are you fearless for your faith? Hear about an opportunity to be equipped to bring the Catholic faith to the world. Next on Real Presence Live, don't go away. We'll be right back in just a few minutes. 